Hey, this is Ollie, and welcome to the Private Members Podcast for the Body Reset. This podcast has been built to help build the skill set of health so you're equipped with the skills to navigate life in a body that never holds you back. I'm going to walk you through some of the core concepts, beliefs, and strategies we use in the Body Reset coaching system to help transform your body, upgrade your energy, and dive deeper into understanding long-term health and performance. Let's find that first domino. Tonight is going to be the start of a new podcast series that we're going to be building out for some of our clients. And I wanted you to be part of this experience to really start to understand potentially how to really shift your nutrition. I think this is going to be a really valuable series. I know this is going to be a very valuable series. Just trying to understand how we can get more out of your body in a way of the food that we're eating and getting some clarity around what that looks like. I think it's going to be really helpful. But also diving into all of the other factors that we coach our clients on to get a much deeper level of awareness and understanding what that looks like to really elevate your your skill set of better nutrition, better energy, better fuel during the day. So the big purpose of that series, other than that, is, is really my goal is to help high-functioning humans shift how they think about their body and really lean into understanding their biology, especially if it's not working like it used to. So diving deeper into this awareness and meta project, meta means a higher level of self-awareness, right? So if we can dive into this a little bit more, we can start to really build a skill set that lasts a lifetime. So before we dive into food and understanding, you know, what would be more helpful to eat and what are the things that are less helpful to eat and what should that look like for you as an individual? I think it's actually going to be more important for me to start looking into walking through what you eat and what's on your plate can be completely different when we start to understand all of the other factors of good nutrition, of good fuel. So without changing what's on the plate or what's in this particular meal that we use as as an example, I want to walk you through some of the concepts that we we have there. Okay, so the, the purpose of this is to try and make sure that when we're freaking out about having the perfect salad on on the, on the plate, but we're so disconnected and so many people are with how they feel and the environment they're in and what that's doing to how they're digesting and breaking down food, if we can start to bring that conversation to that component, you're going to get so much more out of your meals without even changing a thing with what is on, on your plate. All right, so I'm going to walk you through this example and I want you to visualize this potentially in your own life, however close or as far away it is to what your morning looks like. So example one, I wake up tired. I hit the snooze button and then shit, where did 40 minutes go? It's Wednesday. Shit, I've got a, I've got a deadline at 10. Are the kids ready? Have they got the shoes ready for soccer practice? Okay, I'll pack your lunch and while you get your cereal down. Right, quick quick sip of the smoothie while we get in the car. Right out the door, smoothie in hand. I'm going to have that while we're on the way to work, right? So we can walk through that process. It's rushed. We've had a bad night's sleep. Uh, we've hit the snooze button because we just need that 20 minutes more and then 40 minutes goes by. Now we're in a rush. We're worrying about what's happening at work. There's all of this stress going on now we've got to worry about the kids we get a little bit of food in for ourselves there's perfect smoothies being made up but we're running well around while we're waiting on others right then we get in the car we're sipping it away as we're thinking about the things we're driving down the road we're not connected to what we're eating right so same drink nothing else changed right smoothie in hand so if we look at example two we're gonna wake up five minutes before the alarm damn that was a good night's sleep kids are still asleep so we're gonna go for a quick 20 minute walk we're just gonna go around the block we're gonna maybe chuck in a podcast or maybe we're just gonna listen to uh, the birds as as the morning uh, starts and we're going to just focus on our breathing as we walk around the block we come home we see the kids getting out of bed and we make breakfast together while we sort out your smoothie as well you sit down together you talk about what you've got planned for the day you connect with your kids and you sit down and actually enjoy that smoothie then you head out the door with the kids and they've already got their shoes and like lunch packed well before 10 so you're not rushing around trying to find that you no need to take the smoothie in the car because you've already finished when you had the time with your kids for brekkie all right 
So there's a conscious intent behind what's happened. We haven't changed anything with the meal. But what I want to walk through here is the understanding of how different your body just digested that smoothie, all right? Whether it be a good or a bad food choice at breakfast is not relevant for right now. It's how different your body reacted to that meal you had in the morning because of the circumstance that you put it in, right? So the first one is going to be, and before I dive into, uh, well, I'll start with the first one, which is you digested that at, at a very basic level, you digested that food entirely differently, all right? The first person had a bad night's sleep, right? We're going to say that it was under six hours. He was, it was broken. He was waking up, had to get up to pee. He uh, was up a little bit late. So the first couple of hours, it took a little bit of time for him to unwind. So because he had a poor quarterly sleep, his insulin sensitivity was much, much lower, right? What that means is it's much easier to store body fat. Your ability to use a high level of carbohydrates, so say we had some banana, we had some oats or something in that smoothie, our body's going to be much more likely to store that as body fat. The stress, right, that was caused by running around for kids, we're being late for work, we've got a work meeting, uh, work deadline uh, coming uh, forward, that stress is going to cause a spike in cortisol, being our main stress hormone, right? That's going to mean we're not hungry, so we're not really going to chew our meal, we're not really going to get ready for that digestive process, and be because we're stressed, we're going to be pulling more of the blood towards our muscles, right? It's a stress response. It's triggering that fight or flight rather than slowing down, being in a calm, rest and digest state so we can actually digest that food. So it means the food goes in, right? But we're not actually absorbing that effectively into our body. And this is why we talk about it's not what you eat, it's what you absorb. So if we're eating food, it's going down our esophagus into our gut, but we're not able to actually absorb it into our bloodstream and get that nutrients through our body, then we're not going to really feel a good kick off that morning smoothie. The same food could be in the third one is going to be, oh, so those are the two problems that would have come through from example two. Now, if we switch that and we start to look at example two, right? We've got a good night's sleep, so our insulin sensitivity is much, much better. We utilize that nutrients a lot better. Our stress was much lower because we were calmer, we were more planned, we got up early because we had a good night's sleep and we had the energy to tackle the day. We had a level of resilience there. So we actually digested food a lot better. Now we sat down with our kids to have this breakfast. So even though it was the same smoothie, we sipped it, we we were aware of what we were drinking. We were conscious about that process. We were having a chat and having that conversation there. So we were digesting that food much better, right? We had some level of saliva being present. So our body was ready to actually uptake that nutrients. If it was a slightly chunkier smoothie, right? We were actually chewing a little bit more rather than just trying to chug it down. Because we had that connection with our kids, there was a level of oxytocin and happy hormones coming through, which actually lowered stress for the day. So further improving our ability to absorb that nutrients as well. The fourth one that came in when we looked at the second example was we actually got some movement in the morning, right? We consciously got outside and got in some breathing, got some fresh air, got some just basic stride around the block. It wasn't a long walk at all. It's just a little bit of movement, which meant that we got better nutrient uptake. Our body was uh, got some good blood flow. We were able to absorb that nutrients much better. And rather than that being stored in our gut, we're able to fuel that through our muscles and our brain to really show up sharper during the day, make our mind a lot clearer. All right. So really, that's where I wanted to start is we haven't changed the smoothie, but we've completely completely changed how our body felt, how our body utilized the nutrients and all of the other systemic effects that allows us to set up our day, right? Number one is going to be struggling through the day. He's going to be dragging through that smoothie, gave him no energy. He's going to have to have another coffee within 30 minutes. Uh, he probably left one of the kids' shoes at home <laughs> and he's still going to be on the back foot, foot to get that uh, that deadline done at 10 o'clock and he's going to have a brain, brain fog, uh, which is just going to make him struggle and struggle and struggle up to that 10 o'clock deadline. Whereas the second person is going to be, he's got some, time in for him in the morning, right? He got a bit of moving in. He still managed to get home to have 
breakfast with his kids. They were able to actually have a conversation and feel like their dad was present when they were at home. And he was able to still get to work early with a sharper head space with more energy from the meal he had for the morning. And he was ready to crank out that in an hour with no problem with getting that deadline done by 10 o'clock, right? We've got two very different realities with the same time, the same variables that we have to play with. Now, hopefully for you, you're able to see the underlying thought process here, which is we have not changed the meal. We have not changed the food on our plate. But if we start to look at how we normally as society live our lives on a day-to-day basis, we are so unconscious with all of these other variables, the stress, the sleep, the movement, the breathing, the connection with others that has a direct impact to our own personal health, our digestive capacity, our gut health, right? So understanding that systemic base and what we look at as being food and our body working really starts from this conscious intent of how we live our life on a day-to-day basis, right? At a high-performing level, at a uh, more enjoyable level, at a more present level, okay? And when we start to do that, we can entirely change the game before we've even had our conversation about food. All right, so to start off this good gut series with something simple, something that really just allows you to look at the other components that uh, are at play in your day-to-day life. I want you to start to potentially look at that morning and what are the components that maybe are making whatever you're currently having for breakfast just that little bit worse, all right? If I give you, uh, and this is being replicated in studies time, time again, it wasn't just one random study, is if I give you one smoothie and I tell you that this is full of all the nutrients you need for the day, your energy is going to be fantastic, you'll, um, you'll probably drop five kilos because it's got a fat-burning component right and you drink that smoothie you're going to work you're going to use that smoothie in an entirely different format but if i give you the same smoothie and i say look this is full of uh, it's basically a mcdonald's smoothie it's got lots of fat lots of processed food and you're probably gonna feel pretty sluggish afterwards your body will absorb that entirely different and it will reinforce what i've just told you all right so whether it's a mental chatter about the relationship with you you have with that food or whether it's an external influence with how you go through the day that you're so on uh, you're so dis- disconnected with what's actually going on Both of those are at play. So which way we go with that? We're going to dive into those a little bit more. What's your association with food and what's your, you know, how do you feel about food? What is food for you? And also understanding that conscious awareness of the space, the nervous system aspect, and also just your management of things like breathing and digestive ability to make sure we can get more of it of food, right? So two components, we're going to walk in a lot more, but I wanted to, to start this series off nice and soft with an awareness of how different that space can really be when we start to look at your nutrition in a very different light. So I hope that was helpful team. Uh, hope you got um, some awareness of maybe some tweaks you can make in your morning to allow your digestive system to be better, allowing your, your health journey to be a little bit more present. And I will see you on the next episode next week. See you guys. Bye.